Hip, 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 Hey, hey, and welcome to Let's Hiply This, the podcast all about the Hiply language of love. I am your host, Claudia Williams, a life coach and the creator of Hiply. I am also known as Mama Hiply. I dream of a world with more kindness, peace, and love, where we are just as practiced in loving language as we are in being reactive, blamey, and judgmental. Join me in making a difference, one hiply moment at a time. Hello, I am here today with Donna. She is a life coach and multi-passionate entrepreneur focusing on visualization, meditation, mindset, as well as coaching visionary entrepreneurs. Hello, Donna. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Claudia. It's an absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'm thrilled to hear more about Hipley as well and to be here on your podcast. Um, a little bit about me. I was born and raised in Toronto, Canada, and for the last six years, I've been living in Greece, in northern Greece, and uh, it's been an amazing experience so far. Um, I coach visionary entrepreneurs or creative visionary entrepreneurs, as I like to call them. And most of my clients that have come to me, uh, the reason I say creative visionaries is because the clients that have been attracted to me are usually um, entrepreneurial in a, in a very creative way. For instance, one of my clients, she makes soaps and candles. Another is a hotel owner. He owns multiple hotel chains. He's also an author and a motivational speaker. So there's really this wide range of uh, different types of entrepreneurs that seek life coaching to really balance out all the aspects of their lives, including, and especially I have to say relationships are at the forefront. So in order for their businesses to succeed, their home life needs to feel really well and balanced and taken care of. But we can, you know, always explore that a little later in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that relationships at the forefront. That's what it's all about. Learning a new language of love to improve your internal relationship with self and external relationship with all around us. Yes, I love that. And meditation and visualization has been in my life for the last two plus decades. And that's really become a form of my language of love for the universe because I realized and I was told that uh, people were resonating with and they love my voice. And using my voice through meditation, which is one of the healing aspects that I've used to overcome depression and suicidal tendencies and eating disorders and all the multitude of things that I went through in my life, mm. uh, including the loss of my husband to cancer at a young age, all of that was really healed by self-work and a lot of what we do in coaching, including meditation. And that was really at the forefront of my own personal journey, combined with mindset work. So yeah. visualization and mindset work are also, you know, probably 50-50 balance of what I do. And I record those and people will find them on my website. And, and really, like you say, I love that tagline of language of love, because when we really shower ourselves with 
not only positive affirmations, I think we've gone away from that now, which is really good and healthy in terms of accepting and being with all feelings and all ranges of emotions. Um, When we shower ourselves with the gift of attention, love as attention, and be mindful of what we're feeling in any moments, I'm a huge proponent of that. And that was a huge part of my own personal healing process as well. Wow, thank you for sharing all that. That is so fascinating and and spot on. Yes, I resonate so much with all of that. And maybe on that note, we can jump right into some of the def- definitions. I would love to get your feedback on that, on the definitions that I've come up with for my new language of love. And we will just acknowledge the dog and be okay with it. That's part of life and fun and love. So let's invite the dog energy into our podcast. Yeah. That's so the, <laughs> Yeah. So hiply, hiply, I came up with the word hiply is a definition for the language of love, language of peace, connection, and love. And um, also as um, a feeling the feeling, hiply the feeling, which incorporates feeling calm and connected, but also allowing for other feelings underneath where I'd like to sort of normalize that we don't just have one feeling and it's okay. You can be happy and excited and scared at the same time, you know? Yeah. Uh, The word hiply, why hiply? Mm, I know I was just looking through my old notes where I was trying to come up with a name for it. And I wanted it to be a new word, but not too weird and long and so on. And I wanted it to be sort of not already taken. Like Pax means peace. I was going to do Paxil and that's like an antidepressive an antidepressant yes. drug, right? <laughs> so I had like a number of things like that where I had ideas of this or that, and it was already something, or it goes to a porn site or whatever. It's just no. sex, this and that. It's like, uh, yeah, a lot of like love stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I came across hip because one of the things I said, I want to make NBC hip and, and bring it into the times again, like so it can. Mm, spread spread so that's where hip came up and hiply is like not super common if you google it like already my stuff comes up like i think another few days it'll be like okay hashtag hiply is not a thing right so that's how i came up with that i know i ran it by my daughter who's 23 and she lives in germany and she's like mom can't you come up with a word that doesn't include hip that's so uncool and all that i'm like well google wasn't cool either before people knew what it was so yeah i decided not to overthink it but yeah definitely had some iterations and things and then i came up with like five different words and i'm like hold on it can all be one word right it's like we don't need so many words it can have different uses but the idea is the same and i think the idea with the new words is a pattern interrupt from good mm. bad so yes. hip hiply and tar is also good bad but not good only good and only bad. so just sort of to normalize like i feel tari means there's nothing wrong with you right that's sort of the connection i want to make 
And I love what you outlined to Claudia about uh, things hipply speakers believe to be true. Number one, all negative behavior stems from unmet needs. Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of that according to our, you know, the way we're raised and um, the, the behaviors and the habits that we're conditioned to from a very young age. So I love what you outline here and I'd yeah. love to hear more about the, uh, how the language is used. How the language is used. Yeah. Yeah. So for example, hiply, the word hiply um, is a more authentic way to say I'm fine. Right. I've heard fine defined as feelings inside, not expressed. <laughs> So if you say, instead of I'm fine, I am hiply means I am content and I, I am maybe currently annoyed because something that happened this morning also true. So both at the same time. Mm. So you can say I am hiply. And the other use of hiply would be a state, an internal state of well-being, a word for I am hiply, or I want to create hiply that includes what's happening outside and inside. So did I don't know if we talked about the word huga, like that Danish word huga, that means um, like a comfortable, connected feeling with yeah. the people around you. Yeah, so hiply would be maybe something like, a, let's have a hiply evening on the couch, or wow, this is so hiply, or at the end of a dinner party where you're really connected with your friends, that was a hiply evening of, you know, connection and love. Mm. Is there a word like that. that in Greece? Uh, in Greek? In Greek? Yeah. And connected so. with people? I believe so. Yeah, that resonates. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And I'm just curious because, you know, I am a native German speaker as well, coming from Germany, growing up in Germany. And there's a word, there's a word for it that doesn't exist in that way in English. So I was, I don't know how long that will take to integrate a word like that into a language, but just think of Google, right? It's like, or Uber, like, you know, we use Google all the time. Let's Google it. And Ten years ago, that wasn't a thing. You didn't know what what that meant. That is so true, you know. Um, and usually, a, a lot of Greek words could take even a sentence to describe in uh, in English. So, for instance, yeah. connection. The word connection would be seen the sea. Um, to literally seen is adding. So, and this is to tie. So you're tying together. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that would be. A good hiply word. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to also normalize that it's a new language and it takes time to learn. It's not going to be like I try this once and things are good. It's going to take some time to practice. And that's what I'm hoping to do on, on this podcast as well, to practice with people. I'd yeah. love to ask you a question. Yes, Claudia, please do. Is how and why you wanted to come up with this? Hipley language. Ah, yes. Yeah. 
yeah, I, f- I feel like the time is right. It's sort of like since the pandemic and even before that, like this um, awakening of sorts and just shift away from, um, let's see, for lack of a better word, maybe the patriarchy sort of like this no less feminine energy, more masculine energy. We're all doing, 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 going, going, going. And part of it is <clears throat> criticizing, blaming, judging. And we're so socialized and um, practiced in this blamey, judgmental language of I'm right, you're wrong. I need to defend my position. And I'm hoping to assist and i think there's a lot of other things happening right now as you know as we go through this to to shift that change into more love and connection like in the u.s the republicans and the democrats it's like you can't talk about politics anymore and it's like what if we can in a hipply way we can all be seen and heard and understood and connect instead of being so polarizing this is good, that is bad. So Mm. just leave room for the gray. Yeah. And it's almost like uh, what I'm hearing you speak. I'm thinking of Rocky agrees um, of a foundation. So Hipley could be like a, the foundation to the the connection between people. So yes, there may be um, a, a sort of polarized way of thinking and at the same time, there's a foundation that connects us all. Beautiful. Yes, I love that analogy of the foundation. Makes me think of, yeah, so NVC, nonviolent communication, is like part of what inspired me to create Hipley because, you know, I love what is happening in NVC, but I want to make it bigger and more accessible for people. But um, NVC is a needs-based communication And when you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, there's like the big basic needs at the bottom. If the basic needs aren't met, forget about communicating, right? When we're triggered and things are off or you're hungry and tired and and upset, it's like you need to self-hiply first. So meet all your needs internally. Yeah. Make sure you're fed and rested and calm and resourced and then from that place you can use loving speech Mm. to connect yeah a wonderful way of being (laughs) yeah yeah so hipley is the first word the other word I, i came up with is tar which is a way to um let's see, label might not be exactly the right word, but just to notice when you're being judgmental or when other people are blaming, judging, shaming, having opinions. And opinions and judgments are awesome when everyone is regulated, right? That's how we decide what our preferences are, what we like, what we don't like. But when you get into conflict or are triggered, then it just creates a huge escalation. And the loving way is to de-escalate de-escalate, get regulated, and then move from there. So for example, feeling tarry means you got this internal thought loop going on where you're feeling upset, sad, depressed, thinking, suffering from your thoughts almost, right? 
it's like the thing that happened is one thing, but then what you're thinking about it is creating the ruminating thought loop. So being able to say, I'm feeling tarry and it's okay, perfectly normal. That's tar, just tar, tar, it's okay. Yeah, so if your internal critic, for example, says, oh, you should have done this differently. Can't believe you did this, did this again. And you can just say tar, tar, tar. And pay attention internally before spewing the tar all over the world. Yeah, and I love that because I had a tarry situation yesterday. <laughs> ah, tell me more. <laughs> and uh, well, actually, we looked at it together, right? And yeah. so I was stuck in a little bit. I wouldn't say stuck so much as I was um, in a in a state of being yesterday, which is great because talking it through, being witnessed, right? So you were able to coach me through that as well. And talking through it, being witnessed, letting out the tar, right? Instead of spilling it and spewing it over yeah. someone else, just yeah. let it out, let it flow. And um, for me, one of the greatest healing mechanisms that I use is sharing. So when I share my upset or my pain in a, in a nonviolent way in a connected way where I'm speaking from, you know, how I'm feeling. And when I get this out of my system, I find the regulation. That's my way to regulate is to speak it out, feel it out, ride the wave of emotion. And I was feeling a mom moment yesterday and we had spoken about it where um, almost second guessing my, you know, mothering and parenting. And just by speaking it out, just by being heard, just by being witnessed, I can honestly say this morning, I woke up refreshed, feeling alive, feeling aligned, and it was 90% resolved. And the other 10% just kept, um, you know, resolving itself throughout the day. Yeah, and beautiful. So that tar that you talked about is it, it can kind of seep away. It doesn't have to seep away altogether. It can seep away in in little segments, and until we uncover our diamond self again under the tar. <laughs> Fantastic! That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And um, what what's coming up with me with these words, hipply and tar? I want to just be like um, allow for gray space, right? Tar is a not all bad, hipply not all good, right? You feel hipply, but you still have some underlying the ten percent, for example. And it, when you're feeling tarry, just knowing that it's okay, you're not bad, you're doing nothing wrong. Exactly. This is just what's happening right now pay attention to it and it can dissolve a little bit. Yeah. I love that because sometimes when you're feeling like yesterday, when I was feeling the way I was feeling, my partner came by in the evening at at night actually to see me and and we walk the dog together. And um, I said, you know, I just, he's like, can I be your shoulder to cry on? I said, I need a shoulder. He's like, I'll be the shoulder. And, you know, he said to me, he's, he's like, I love that you're all the emotions. You're not just, you know, the smiley face that's, that's happy and pleasant. And my last partner, 
loved it when I was happy, you know, like the, the, the dominant emotion was I needed to be happy and peaceful that it was so stressful to be the happy, peaceful one that I couldn't take it anymore. Like I, I would literally, I was breaking down from it. And um, in this relationship, it's so healthy to be able to be all the emotions and, and hiply and tari and everything all at once. And it's wonderful because for me, if I can ride that wave, like we talk about that in Kripalu yoga, riding the wave of emotions, if I can ride the wave, I'm going to get up much faster than if I'm trying to suppress and, you know, put down the so-called negative emotion that I'm feeling, let it ride. The happiness yeah. will just spurt right out of it, you know? Yeah. 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 Totally. I've got the same thing going on. And just like, I will say for me, even I just learned that a number of years ago that it's like, Oh, I don't have to be happy all the time. It's okay. And that's part of my motivation to share that because yeah. Yeah. My, my current partner too, it took us a minute to figure out that, Hey, if I'm upset or crying, it's good that I'm crying. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. And he's, he's leaning into that. Like, I think we're so socialized to believe like if she's crying, it's my fault. I did something wrong. I am bad. And that just perpetuates it. That was one of the first conversations I had with my partner was that crying for me is like washing my face. It's a cleansing. Let me cry. Let it come through. I will feel Beautiful. so much better faster. <laughs> Beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. I love that you are expanding on this topic. I think any, any work around this, any awareness around how we can be more loving and connected to ourselves and to others is, is welcome material. So I think it's really nice to learn about what you're doing and, and how you came about this. And yeah, I fully support anything that brings us more into, into love and love is such a a grand word and grand concept. And, you know, at its very base, it's, it's the kindness that we share and that we can show to ourselves. And once we show that to ourselves, I find it just, it's one of the reasons I love visualization because you can literally change and alter the the chemical makeup of yourself and the, and the neurochemical makeup within seconds and minutes. And so that kindness and that love then not only heals us and, and allows us to change our mood and our behaviors that then resonates out to everyone else that we encounter. So it's those small ripples of change that can make the biggest difference on this planet. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with you 100%. So good. Yeah, yeah. We're changing the world one energy at a time. Yeah. So if we shift our internal state, we can resonate that out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I love, um, this, you know, easy conversational style. I think people resonate with it as well because it's like they're listening to two friends and they get another, another perspective on what people are thinking, what people are doing. So I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. 
So as we finish out, um, I would like to see if you have a try-at-home tip or process to share with our listeners to get into a success mindset or a calm mindset. I would love people to learn to take time away from anything digital, anything social media, even if it's a 10-minute break a day. Perfect. Five-minute break a day. Mm, yeah. Really yeah. be able to bring back attention to the self. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? Because we're so inundated by all these other sources yeah. that we lose contact with our own internal intuition, our guidance. So to bring back that calm, I would highly suggest people just turn off their phones and put them away. Don't glance at them even for 10 minutes and spend time in nature. Yes. Yes. I second all of that. Mm. <clears throat> nature, no phones. Awesome. So Donna, thank you so much for being here with me, with us today. And where can we find you and more information about you? It's my absolute pleasure. Uh, people can find me on my website, pranalakshmi.com. And I believe you're going to list that. Yes, I will put that in the show notes. And the same name, Pranalakshmi, on Instagram and Facebook. They can find me there as well. When they're not taking their 10-minute <laughs> break off of social media, they can connect with me. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Balance, everything in balance and moderation. That's exactly. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Mm, thank you, Claudia. Becoming fluent in a new language takes time, grace, and lots of practice. I invite you to join me every week as I practice with callers and interview experts. If you like what we're doing here, please consider hitting subscribe. Rating, reviewing, and sharing this with your friends to help grow the podcast. I appreciate your support. And finally, if you find yourself in a Tari situation and want to practice Hipley with me on the podcast, please apply via email at hiplylol at gmail.com. Hiplylol at gmail.com. Until next time.